tell you one thing, if another green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. You're listening to Creeps in the Night with Sam and Logan. <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 5 of Creeps in the Night. Sit back, pour your poison of choice, and uh, grab a snack and eat your feelings away while you listen to Logan Marks and... Sam Baxter. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I was, uh, I am not enjoying life right now because it's so smoky here. I know, man. Our <laughs> state's pretty bad, isn't it? Basically, Washington State is on fire and it's blowing everything in my face. And it's, I'm getting tired of it because it's been like a week. Yeah. The smoke's been like just heavy and it hurt you know it, it's uh, really bothersome people might not think it is yeah. but it is oh man like i i can't even you can't even go in the buildings and uh get and away not, from it yeah get away from it it's so it's so bad do you have like an air I mean, filtration I, I come, even, even with the air because like you know like in the store like people walk in all the time so the doors are always open uh, and closing right so there's always smoke coming in gotcha. and it's so bad like you're walking you can see ash coming down oh shit really yeah, it's it's pretty bad. So um, that's that's bad. That hurts your lungs. Oh, it does. After you, I I wear a mask all day. Like it's it was the only way to get me to wear a mask. I guess. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. It's like uh, you hear yeah, it, you folks. Here, Logan's promoting a, masks. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I know the the variants coming and and everyone's dying from that thing. But you know, yeah, I'm not gonna wear a mask until unless it gets smoky. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty hardcore. I remember last year when it got pretty bad and it makes the sky look like a weird orange color and hazy and Oh yeah. It just doesn't look right. It just feels weird. And it just feels like the end of the world. Yeah, I like know. Go inside, I'm like it feels like a, a dystopian future where you're it just does. walking around like trying trying to survive, like looking for gas so you can put your car you I know. take off another twenty I- miles. Yeah, you're trying to fight but, off other looters and shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, so the way it's been feeling for the last couple couple days. So, um, Life's been hard, so it's huh? it's ruined it's ruined pretty a lot of things. Like, I would try to go golfing. We had a golf tournament I wanted to go do. Mm-hmm. We actually did, but man, we were out there for like six hours golfing. Oh shit! Because we were like, fuck this. We we you know this is a good course. Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. It's the the company's paying for it. Yeah. And we're gonna fucking golf this. Shit. Yeah. So fuck we it. Did. If we get sick, fuck it. It's worth it. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. It's worth every every second that we're out there. Mm-hmm. But man, it was it was pretty smoky. But the only solace I had was that we went to the movie theater, uh-huh. which we haven't been to in a long time because we you know COVID with all, uh, the all the shit that's going yeah. on and stuff. Yeah. We decided, you know, what, let's go let's go to the movie theater. Let's get, let's get out because uh, we're tired of being trapped in the house. Mm-hmm. And we went, go, we went and saw a free guy. Free guy. With uh, Ryan Reynolds? Is that the one with Ryan Reynolds? With Ryan, yeah, a free guy with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And you know what? I was really... I, I, when I went in, I didn't expect a lot. You know, I, I, I was been waiting for this movie to come out. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be like more of a rental. I didn't really want to go to the theater for it. Okay. But you know, since we've been kind of stuck at home and then we wanted to go to the movie theater. Yeah, let's just get out. And so we went out and... I had a good time. It was a fun movie. Was it really? Oh yeah, I I loved every second of it. It it you know it's, it's classic Ryan Reynolds. He plays he basically plays Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like you Deadpool know, kind Deadpool of without, type of Deadpool without yeah. it, without the suit. Gotcha. But you know he he plays that good, and and every time I every time he does that, I enjoy him. He's he's fun to watch. Like the 
the premise is basically he's a he's a like a non-playing character uh-huh. in a video game. Yeah. He's like a bank teller. Okay. And so he 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 has he gets I, I don't want to say how he does it, but he has the ability to to kind of realize that he's getting like he wants more than just becoming becoming a you know going to work and doing the bank teller thing all mm-hmm. day. So he wants more, and then when he does that, he he finds out that he he's in his world is going to be destroyed. Oh and shit! He's got to find a way to save it. Yeah, because like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bring in the next version of the game, and oh, that game's gonna shit. get shut down. Okay. So, yeah. So it it was really, uh, but it was it was a fun movie. There was um, it has had a little bit of romance in it, and a lot of a lot of fun. Um, uh, like comedy, a lot of just, action, a lot of yeah, a lot of comedy, a lot of action. It, it was just really good. You, like it, it really cheered me up when I watched it. You know that blonde girl, that Jodie Comer, whatever her name is. Yeah, I yeah. I I'd seen her in the show uh, Killing Eve. I don't know if you've seen that one. Really good. She she's a really good actress. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous too. Yeah, she, yeah, she, um, she, she is very beautiful. But I mean, she she plays like an assassin and you know just a killer, just hardcore Russian, but. She's she's a really good actress and I I really like her. Like I would see the movie, you know, for both of them because they seem like both. You know, Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. is funny and you know he's he's usually pretty on with his movies and mm-hmm. you know, this chick, you know, she's she's also pretty good. Um, I I, I, w- I would check it out. I, it's she doesn't seem like a comedy type person, but maybe Ryan carries it. I don't know. <laughs> but no, everybody 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 does. Really huh? well. like, okay, yeah, every, everybody in there was like was fun to watch. Oh, nice. Was, uh, uh, they all they all did acted really well. Um, the main bad guy was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? The main, I think it was Anton was it was the character's name. I I, I really don't remember. I've seen this. I don't remember seeing this guy in other stuff. You don't remember seeing him? I, yeah, I don't. I it's the first time I ever really seen him, and I don't really remember him in other movies. Uh, but I guess he was in Thor Ragnarok. Maybe he was like some type of sporting type role or something. Oh, he was Korg. Okay, Korg. He's a, I think he was that rock creature. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy's he's he's real he's real like tranquil and you know nonchalant. Hey, we're gonna go uh, kick some ass. Want to come with? You know, it was that guy. Yeah. Oh, and I think he played Hitler in the Jojo Rabbit. Maybe no, maybe no. Oh, possibly. It looks kind of like him. Hmm. It's, it's just, it has him on there as a writer. Oh. So I don't know. Maybe he wasn't in that one. Okay. But I like I don't really remember him in a lot of other stuff, but he was actually really good. Okay. Now I, I, I would check it out. It sounds like a it sounds like a pretty pretty good movie. And and like you said, I think its best thing is like mental health. Kind of helps you get away and helps you feel good about yourself because you know the smoke is killing everybody. It's fucking, it's it's you know devastating the forests and whatever. It's you know <clears throat> people's homes are being devastated and stuff. And then then you know people who are far away from it just experience the smoke, and it's good to get away from that and. You know, go see a movie. I haven't been to the theater in since 2019. I know. I I haven't been to the theater for yeah, probably the same amount of time, probably about a year or two. Yeah, it's been, <clears> it's been a little while. But yeah, it was, and we went to the good one. You know where they they bring you food and all that other stuff. <sighs> That's the only one to go to so, now. Yeah. That's the so only there's one. no kids and it was yeah. Like perfect. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Because I hate me children. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Kill them children. No, just joking. Uh, no, those are the best places with 21 and over. There's no high school kids there and shit like that and. Yeah, that, I, I I enjoy going to movies there. Yes. Did you did you watch anything? Uh, you know, I I saw the Tomorrow War, you know, with Chris Pratt, the one the Amazon movie. 
Yeah, I did see that see, one. See, I, I didn't mind uh, it. I didn't mind it because <clears throat> it was... I didn't try and pay attention to the time or anything like that, you know, because it's a, uh, basically a time travel movie. I, I kind of... Okay, time time travel is not totally... You know, there's a bunch of theories about it. And I hate when you go on boards and people are like, no, that can't be right because of this and this. And it's like, come on, man. None of it's even proven 100% true. So it's just a fucking movie. You know, Back to the Future had its own type of storyline and people accepted that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Tomorrow War was just a mindless movie where I didn't really have to think. I didn't really have to pay attention because... I got done watching the series Dark. Remember we talked about that one? Yeah. And Dark was super, like, intense. You had to really pay attention. And things really made, had to, you know, you know, unfolded. And, and you had to, like, kind of take notes and all that shit. You couldn't really be on your phone during Dark and watch yeah. Dark to <laughs> to really, you know, understand what was going on. If you did, you might miss, you'd miss something critical, you know? Yeah. It's, that's just how it was. That, I mean, it was a good series. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it was really, you know... High, highly involvement with your brain. This one, I wanted something like Tomorrow War where I could just fucking sit back, play games on my phone, you know, just, you know, just hang out, you know, go take a leak and not have to pause it, you know, <laughs> yeah. just stuff like yeah, that. You definitely didn't have to think. No, this movie. that's what I wanted. Yeah. That's what I wanted. I, I'm not going to say this movie was like uh, one that makes you, it was action. That's what it was. Yeah. It was an action movie. That's what there I was wanted, some good, There was some cool, yeah, there were some cool parts in it that I liked. It uh, was. The, the special effects were really good. The special I effects were really good, yes. I, I'm the not... creatures were pretty The creatures were pretty intense. Were pretty, uh, amazing. Were intense. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, they were pretty intense. <clears throat> and it's like, some of it was kind of dumb. Like it, the, the thing with him and his daughter, I was like, is he going to fuck his daughter? Or what, what's going to happen? I never, I never felt that way. I never felt that. I, I felt like it was just kind of weird at first because I was like, it, it's. Did they have, is something going to happen? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't. I didn't think that way. I. I but I, I mean, I, I, again, whatever. If he did, fuck. More power to him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> of, I, um, I wouldn't. But I'm just. <laughs> but you know, just it was. It was okay. Like I said, it was. It was one. I think. I think because I was kind of so detached from it. That maybe I didn't think that, you know, <laughs> like I was, mm. I wasn't paying attention. You know, I was playing like Clash Royale on my phone while I was, I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> plugged the Clash Royale there, but you know, I would just kind of, I just kind of watched it. And I enjoyed the special effects and the storyline was probably full of plot holes that I really didn't care about. You know, <laughs> it was a nice, like you had your your nice, you know, going to the movies and you had your nice uh, relief from world. Mm. You know, this was yeah. my relief. I was like, ah, you know, I just got out of real. It's like being in a real hardcore relationship and <laughs> super stressed out. And then you get out of it and you're like, fuck, and life, you know, you know, the drinks taste better. The food tastes better. You know, the air is sweeter. You know, it's that's how it felt. So I didn't mind it. I mean, I'm not going to shit on it because I thought it was it did. It served its purpose. It made me happy. It was mindless. Good action. Good killing. What else could a man want? <laughs> just that's just it was it was good for me. So if anybody yeah, checked it, it out, why not? like it was, it wasn't a horrible movie. Like it, it wasn't the best. No, thing. I, if no. I would have paid for it, I would have been upset. But yeah, it was an it was Amazon, Amazon. It was a Prime movie. Yeah, it was a Prime movie. I was like, yeah, it's a good sci-fi movie. Exactly. It's, There's so many movies out there that are hit and miss. They could be good, could not be. You know, you just gotta. You only know if you check it out. And I, I'm not. You know me. I'm not one to read reviews. I'm not gonna follow what other people say. Because if it looks something that looks decent to me, I'll check it out. There's been a lot of movies that everyone's like, "This fucking sucks." And then I watch it. I'm like, I actually liked it. So fuck you. So, I, I thought it was okay. Um, I'm not. I don't hate on it. I would. I wouldn't care if I watched it again. It wouldn't bother me. I, I probably wouldn't. But, <laughs> you know, there's there's worse movies out there. But. Um, I, yeah, I, it's one. I, it's one I wouldn't watch again. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care if I did or not. 
Yeah, but I'm glad I watched it, but I just wouldn't. Yeah, I yeah. probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, you you checked it out. You you know what it's about. All right, done. Life goes on, right? I would like to see your movie though. That movie looks pretty good. Free Guy was fun. I'd probably watch if it once it comes out on rental, or I think it's supposed to come out on HBO. I'm not sure. Is it a Warner um, Brothers movie? But I I, I don't I, think so because usually the Warner Brothers movies are like, Warner Brothers out. ones. I I know someone said it was going to come out on. Um, <laughs> On HBO, I don't, I'm not certain if it is or not. Oh, but, okay. But um, well, if it is, I'll watch it. But if it if it does, yeah, I'll watch it again because I I really enjoyed it. It was pretty fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, like I said, at least you got you got out and you got to relax a little bit and stuff. And you know that that's that's kind of what really matters. You know, it kind of makes the movie makes you know your whole mood when you're in a better mood. It, you know, you enjoy things more, right? And so yeah, it makes life worth a living. It does. Fuck, amen, All brother, right. amen. All right. All right, so we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a quick break here, and then we'll come back. We'll do uh, the weird in the wild. It's time for weird and wild news. All right, thanks everyone for sticking with us. We got this first story here. Um, an employee who turned a McDonald's into a makeshift tattoo parlor is behind bars charged with inking a juvenile inside the South Carolina eatery late Friday evening police report. <laughs> he inked a kid in, in, a in McDonald's? McDonald's? Yeah, he was using that as his own <laughs> fucking tattoo parlor. <laughs> Investigators arrested Brandon DeMarcus Presha, 28, on a pair of criminal charges in connection with the August 6th tattooing at the McDonald's in Lawrence, a city about 70 miles from Columbia. Presha is being held in the county jail of $25,000 bond. He's being charged with tattooing a minor and tattooing without a license. Fuck, man, that's that's too big, big, big <laughs> fuck ups, man. How old was that kid? Like, imagine like he's a five year old kid. No, I think he was probably like sixteen or something. <laughs> <laughs> but still, he's you know, all, he's like, underage. He's all tagging babies. And shit I know. Yeah, <laughs> let me give that baby a teardrop. <laughs> um, police learned that of the tattooing after witnesses posted video showing pressure wearing gloves and seated at a table in the McDonald's dining room. Working on his underage client. Police have not revealed the age of the juvenile. Okay, so for all we know, he could have been eight, like you said, or six. <laughs> Who's, <laughs> whose arm was being tattooed by pressure. Uh, according to uh, the McDonald's website, the restaurant in Lawrence is open 24 hours. So, shit, it could have been any time of the night. So he pleaded guilty in December to a felony assault and a battery charge for which he was sentenced to three years in prison. The judge, however, suspended oh, the sentence and placed pressure on probation for two years. So, pfft. He's on probation, then he does this shit, man. I'm pretty sure he's gonna get, you know, he's gonna probably get, he's gonna get that prison time he's now. Get the chair, yeah, <laughs> nah, not the he's chair. The chair. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> kill him, kill him for fucking tattooing. <laughs> kill that baby, baby tattooer. Yeah, but can you imagine that? You go into McDonald's and there's like some twelve year old getting tattooed. It's like a tattoo parlor there. <laughs> I just meant like a, a line of like nine and ten year olds just waiting. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> waiting to get Ronald McDonald on their fucking shoulder. Just as cash only, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, I got a story here. I got a McDonald's story here too. So, uh, Kasiana, this is a crazy ass name. Uh, Ovchinikova, Ovchinikova claims she was lured into indulging in a juicy uh, McDonald's burger, and now she's not loving it. Really? The Russian woman is allegedly suing the fast food, uh, the fast food chain, after claiming that. Seeing a mouthwatering cheeseburger commercial make her break her fast during Lent. So, <laughs> so, 
So she says, when I saw the advertising banner, I could not help myself. Well, she was uh, observing Lent, a strict period in which the devoted Christians are expected to forego meat, uh, meat byproducts, poultry, eggs, and dairy. Uh, she claimed she had ad- adhered to a belt-tightening custom for a month when she saw the enticing Golden Arches banner advertising a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets. Despite successfully fasting for the last 16 years, the woman could not resist and the visiting McDo- and visited McDonald's and bought a cheeseburger. However, the, the cheap meal apparently didn't sit well with her, and she reportedly is suing McDonald's for $14 <laughs> <laughs> for breaching consumer protection law and insulting her religious feelings. Oh my god! Uh, uh, the court date has yet to be set, and she's basically waiting for for the preliminary hearing. So, yeah. What the fuck? So, because she was a weak person and she went and got a burger, she's gonna sue them for that? That's for fourteen dollars. That, that's Man. like why? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Um, that's that's stupidity at its finest. I don't understand uh, the whole point of that. Because you're weak, you're gonna. It's like, what was it? Remember, people like sued McDonald's because they made them fat or something. Remember that, or Oreos or something. Remember, like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, I can't remember that a while ago. And then, said, like people were. And I think they sued them, but after that, they put a, a law in saying this shit is not gonna fly anymore. Like this is stupid. Like you can't blame them because you ate all these burgers and it got you fat, and you're gonna blame them for that. You know, that's nobody. They, you know, they don't claim to be healthy. You know, it's. it's but anyway, well, the thing is, she was lured in by their advertising. I know, I know, so that's, I a, got that's you. a whole different thing. I know, I mean, it's like, you know, I know. She, she couldn't resist, right? And those that McDonald's advertising is pretty good. Like they, you know, they know how to how to bring out their message. Well, they you know, know how to tell people. You know, I've I've fasted before, and and I, I get it because you might see a commercial like stuff that doesn't usually like entice you will entice you. Like fuck, like. Like, that burger looks fucking good, you know, like, stuff like that, or you're really thirsty and, like, everything, stuff that you usually normally wouldn't drink, you know, yeah, you know, I'll fucking take an iced tea. I hate iced tea, but I've seen iced tea commercials, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll fucking pound that because I'm so thirsty. <laughs> but, man, I for suing them, and then for $14, I mean, who the fuck's going to take this case? <laughs> well, it's, it's Russian, uh, so... Fourteen dollars—that's a one thousand rubles. So maybe, maybe fourteen dollars is a lot of money there. I don't know. I don't know the the change, ex- the money exchange there. I, again, it's, I probably—it's probably not worth it. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> maybe the McDonald's was just shitty or something. Who knows? I mean, it probably gave it diarrhea or something. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but if it didn't it, sit, right. not that. I mean, she she's done it for sixteen years. You know, think you like it? You can last. You know, it's only a month. Because I, I remember I grew up Catholic and I remember being uh, in Lent, but doing Lent. But I hated. That. I thought you only have to give meat, give up meat on Friday. I thought it was Friday as well. Maybe it's different. You know, maybe she's a different type. So of, I don't. There's a hundred variations of the religion, right? So yeah, it could. It, I think it could be more. There's probably more stricter ones. Yeah. I remember there was all kinds of different. You know, like every religion had their own little fucking magic tricks that they could do. But, I know. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? But yeah, I, I remember it's only like not eating meat on Fridays was a thing, and then you, you had to give something up. Mm-hmm. But you like you named what what you know what was your temptation because it depend on a person you know like someone's like oh I, you know I'm a fuck I smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. and that's what I'm gonna give up because you know yeah. that's, what I, I, that, that's, that's my what, vice that's that's my vice yeah so uh, so like, apparently 
uh, cheeseburgers was hers. So <laughs> I get it. I like. I enjoy cheeseburgers. I enjoy a good cheeseburger. So like, I get it. But I wouldn't go to McDonald's to fucking break my cheat on my cheeseburger. I'd go somewhere where the meat's good. I know. I'd go to like a really good like burger place. Yeah, exactly. There's some really good burger joints out there, but McDonald's ain't one of them. So, lady, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Russia, so I don't know how great. Maybe, maybe that's the best place it is for burgers. It might be. You might be right. Who knows? I've never been to Russia, but yeah, well, I'm assuming so. Hope not, Russia. I hope not. So I got this next story here. A Mount a Mount Pleasant man is facing charges after police said he claimed to be a law enforcement officer during a traffic stop with a state trooper. Jonathan Matthew mm. Corrick II, who's 38, was charged with impersonating a public servant, disorderly conduct, false identification to police, and several summary traffic violations after the incident on Route 30 near the intersection of Port Lane and North Huntington. Police said that Corrick's Honda Accord was pulled over just before 11 a.m. for an, an, opera, an operable taillight and expired inspection. Court documents state that Corrick got out of the vehicle and walked towards the patrol unit. When, when asked for his identification, Corrick became hostile toward the trooper and claimed to be a police officer who was brought to western Pennsylvania as part of a six-man team to investigate a police misconduct, but was unable to provide police identification. <laughs> 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 Six bad teams, all special. According to, according to police, it was found that Cork is is not employed as an officer and and had been certified through the municipal police officers education and training commission. It was also found that his inspection stick on his vehicle was altered and the emission stick on his vehicle was expired. So, 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 so man, it, these people like they try to get out of these traffic violations and they they say the most extreme things i wonder how much it actually works in the past like has this ever worked for him like maybe it did i, I just makes me wonder like yeah yeah you know, yeah how i'm internal affairs got away with it yeah he's, yeah i'm internal affairs you guys you really you better leave or i'm gonna investigate you you know <laughs> try to turn the table on him. I, I yeah i find it hard to believe that he's actually got away with it i know it's probably like somebody saw on television and he was like oh maybe i can do that I know, huh? And he didn't do it very successfully. Mm-hmm. What a jack. I know. But, again, some people try, right? I just I just wonder how often stuff like this actually works. I, maybe we're surprised. Yeah, I would think, yeah, I would think, like, I, I wouldn't even attempt it, you know? Because, you know like, what it, I... Because the, the odds are you're not going to make it. <laughs> you're going to get, they're, they're going to spot what your, uh, spot your lies pretty quickly. Well, remember... I mean, because, I mean... That's what they're trained to do. Well, remember a couple of weeks ago we had the guy who got pulled over and then he tried calling in a, a, a police being shot so that the cops who were pulling him over would have to go. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, they caught that dude. Yeah. <laughs> they just pinged his phone. It's like, hey, you're fucking being, you know, you're right there, right next to the, where you're saying the shooting's at. And, you know, so the cops would bypass him and leave, you know. People try shit, man. People are, you know, I got you got to hand it to some people. They're pretty, you know, ballsy yeah, about things. They're being creative. Yeah. yeah. Be creative about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not that creative. Damn. Well, I guess someone here was not very creative at all. So an Oklahoma woman who reached the top of a local police department's most wanted list found herself behind bars this week after she decided to comment on the department's Facebook posts about her status as a fugitive. So when uh, Tulsa Police Department posted that Lorraine Graves was wanted as an accessory to murder in connection with the death of Eric Graves, who was killed in March, Lorraine Graves is charged with accessory to murder. Uh, detectives say she was involved in a in the city's 10th homicide of 2021 where Eric Graves was shot and killed. Um, but just hours 
after the post went up, Graves herself posted a comment about possible reward money that would be paid for information leading to her arrest. What? So, so the, yeah, so the police posted, you know, that that they were out looking for her. Uh, and then, so she commented on the post saying, asking if there's a reward for her. Yeah. <laughs> For her uh, involvement, or like if she had information to turn herself in, that she would get the reward. What a dumb bitch. So she just so, outed herself. Yeah. So the next day, the Texas went to uh, went to her house and basically picked her up <laughs> and took her to jail. I'm telling you, man. Some people just they just they just can't they can't figure it out. <laughs> they just can't. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I guess she deserves that shit. I mean, so so greedy that, man, whatever, man. I guess they figure, you know, the police know that some of these people just can't help a trip over their own feet. And well, yeah, it's like the, that's that's what usually happens. I mean, I know somebody who works like uh, for the you know for the defend defenders defenders office for mm-hmm. you know for criminals and stuff, and he says. Most of the stuff that that the cops get you on are like the like Facebook posts. Yeah, or that's that's what most of the detectives do is just they watch they watch Facebook mm-hmm. and or any of the any of the other uh, social media sites, and that's where they most of most people are just bragging about the stupid shit. Yes, that they do. yeah, and we've, we've we've covered some of those stories. It's so dumb. It's like it's like it's almost unbelievable, but yet it happened. So. Believe it. It's very entertaining for us. It so is. So I, uh, I, I suggest you guys keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop, Devin. Because <laughs> I like listening to the story. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to do five minutes of creepy. It's five minutes of creepy. All right. Welcome back to five minutes of creepy. Where we tell you a little story, a little scary story to get you in the mood for the, for the big topic. So today's uh, story is called Scarecrow, and it goes like this. All right. It was 1991, and I was a 14-year-old boy living in a small agricultural town in Washington State. So the place was a mixture of suburbs mixed with, you know, apple orchards and other crops. Every day after school, I would walk home, and it was about a 15-minute walk. But towards the end of the walk, there was a cornfield I had to trek around to get to my house. I knew if I walked through it, it would cut time my tummy in half. I never really thought about cutting through it since, you know, I liked the walk. But there was one October evening after football practice. I had gotten in trouble and had to stay late and do laps. So I ended up walking home a little later than usual. It was getting close to sunset and I wanted to get home as soon as possible because I was going to miss my favorite show. I hustled down the street with my backpack loaded with all my gear. And as I got to the start of the cornfield, I stopped for a minute and debated if I wanted to run through instead of going around. Usually during the winters, I'd, I could get away with it because it would be bare. But in October, there was still some old husks from the summer's crop, and it was usually pretty muddy. There was also an urban legend going around that there was something living in the cornfield that year. Some claimed that it was wild dogs. Others said that it was some kind of pig creature. Those didn't bother me much. But a few people say that it was a possessed scarecrow. Israel Mendez, a kid from school, said he and his brother ran through the cornfield one night when they were bored, and they said a demon-possessed scarecrow had chased them all over the field and scared the shit out of them. But then Israel also once told me that his older brother had gotten a girl pregnant by masturbating and not washing his hands and spanked the girl fully clothed in the ass the next day. (laughs) So I didn't really find him to be that much of a reliable source. 
I look at my watch and I say, fuck it. And I decide to start pushing my way through the tall, dried stalks of the corn, which made the loudest scratching sounds against my clothes. I figured if there was a killer scarecrow out there, it would kill me pretty quickly because I wouldn't be able to hear it coming. I kept trekking through for a few minutes, then I started getting to what I figured was the middle of the cornfield. The stalks of corn lightened, and it's a little easier to see ahead of me. I can tell there's a clearing ahead, and when I get there, I find an old ragged couch sitting in the middle of the circular clearing. There was trash littered around the couch as if someone had been camping there for a couple days, and it smelled like death. The sun was going down quickly, and I was feeling a little uncomfortable. I wanted to get out of there as fast as I could because I didn't want to meet the person or thing that was sleeping on that couch. As I quickly pass the couch, I hear something rustling in the cornfield. The loud scratching sounded like it was coming from everywhere, and it felt like it was headed for the middle of the field. As I pick up my pace, I tripped on something and fell to the ground. When I composed myself, I realized what I had tripped on. It was a half-eaten dog. Something had gnawed the flesh off its face, and it was still pretty fresh. More frightened, I jumped up and headed for the other side of the cornfield, hoping that whatever was coming towards me couldn't hear me pushing through the corn stalks. That's when I heard the creepy howl. I stop, suddenly trying not to make a noise. I can't see where it's coming from, so I lower myself to the ground and see if I can see down the row of corn because it less thick at the bottom of the stalks. My eyes darted back and forth as I tried to locate whatever it was that was out there. I stay as quiet as I can and listen for rustling, and that's when I see it. It was a large grizzly looking man standing next to the dead dog, wearing grimy overalls and what looked like a bloody stained plaid shirt. He had corn husks and rags stuffed into his clothing making him look like a scarecrow. He must have been homeless or something or crazy. Hell, I don't know, maybe both, but I definitely looked like he wasn't stable. I watched him as he thrashed around smelling something in his hands. As I got a better look, I realized what he was sniffing. It was my sweatshirt. I had tied around my backpack. It must have fallen off when I tripped over the dead dog. He stopped thrashing around and started smelling the air around him as though he's trying to catch my scent. He pauses and then slowly turns and looks towards me. His eyes are closed and he takes a deep breath, as though he's trying to pinpoint the smell. His eyes spark open and he proceeds to run in my direction. I scream as loud as I can and I start running. I can feel the cornstalk slapping my face. It feels as if they are grabbing at me pulling me back, trying to slow me down so the monster chasing me can get a hold of me. I can hear the thing getting closer from the screams and grunts it lets out with every step it took. I can see the end of the cornfield coming closer and I am hoping that it won't follow me past the end of the field. Just as I'm about to exit, I feel a jarring pull from my left leg. The thing has a grasp on me. I start screaming for help as I fall to the ground. The scarecrow starts slowly dragging me back into the cornfield. I try to kick him off me as hard as I can, but I can't. I'm crawling at the ground trying to grab a hold of anything that I could to keep me from being pulled in, and I cry out in terror. It begins frantically laughing as though it finds joy in my fear, when all of a sudden the shoe he has a hold of slips off my foot, and he flew back, landing with a loud crack. I don't know what happened, but when he landed, he must have hit his head on a rock and became motionless. I get back up on my feet and I start running, leaving the cornfield behind, not looking back until I get home. I told my parents what had happened. They called the cops and they sent some people down to investigate. And they said they didn't find anything or anyone. My mom was more pissed that I had lost my shoe because they were so expensive. But now I don't go through the cornfield anymore. I usually run around it as fast as I can. And I also don't slap girls' asses after I masturbate unless I wash my hands in fear of getting her pregnant. Fucking Israel Mendez. Fucking Israel Mendez.
That <laughs> <clears throat> well, was pretty intense. I remember, like, sometimes cornfields, you know, one of my friends used to have one. I remember it'd always be creepy out there because it's, like, acres and you can get lost out there, you know? Well, I know. And your like, mind I used wanders. to love the, the yeah, I love. The, I used to love the corn mazes. Mazes, yes, but I'm talking about like just being out in the cornfield. Oh, if you go in the cornfields, I know they're they're creepy too. Like when you go through them, yeah, because you really can't when you can't really see anything. It's no. just it's like mud and everything everywhere. Yeah, and like I said, you like you said, you, you don't know where you're at. You could just get really lost in them, and your mind wanders, and <sighs> be a good place for a killer to hang out, I guess. Fucking yeah, Mendez. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I was like the like the like every like you know in October where they do the the cornfields and you do the mazes and stuff. Yeah, I love those. I do like uh, those. I, I I always enjoy doing those. Yeah. I um I remember one time do you remember um it was it was he was a friend of yours too when his when uh like his sister in law like ran through it because Oh yeah, she got all freaked out. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a Halloween one, and I remember you telling me that story. Yeah, it like made me laugh. it came out like you you go in there so far, and then the guy with like a chainsaw comes chasing after you, and you're supposed to like rake your way out. She just ran through all the walls. <laughs> they kicked her because <laughs> like, did she like break down? Like she was the, breaking. She like ruined the maze. Yeah, she, she was, ruined, like, made a path she just ran all the way through everything. <laughs> <laughs> and they kicked her and out. They like, kicked her out. I remember you telling yeah, me. Yeah, they were all pissed off. You fucking broke the walls and all this shit. Yeah, she was all scared. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like going to the maze and trying to find your way out and stuff, she just fucking ran through everything. <laughs> yeah, just like left a path and like it yeah, was no exactly. maze anymore. It was just a straight path out. <laughs> oh man, I remember he told me that. I was like, oh god, I, I, I guess I can see that. But whatever. <laughs> I know. I forgot about that. That was years ago. <laughs> That's every time I think of corn. Every time, every time we go to corn maze with somebody, I always tell that story. And it always makes me laugh. Yeah, it's a good one. We're gonna take a break. and we come back, we're gonna do the main topic, which is uh, the chupacabra. Yeah, chupacabra. Thanks, everyone, for sticking around for the main topic, Chupacabra. So, you know, this is something I've been hearing for many years, and I, I don't know why we never talked about it. I remember, like, talking about it with somebody at work. So, for one thing, one thing that surprises me is, you know, for us, we've heard about it, right? It's, it's It became a folklore legend, you know, within the last 25 years. So, it's not like something that we grew up with, right? But, you know, we hear about it, and I thought that kind of everybody had, and I talked to some of my coworkers from around the world, like mm. in like in like Asia, they've never heard of it. So then I kind of like, oh shit, I guess maybe. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they yeah they don't they've never heard well, of they it. They have their they have their own little like yes. little creatures and stuff. They have their own stuff, yeah. But I you know I kind of thought like yeah, chupacabra. Everyone's heard about it. He's he's kind of like Bigfoot, right? Everyone's heard of Bigfoot, right? So I I, I guess not. So uh, talking with them, a guy from work about chupacabra, and I remember like years ago, you know, like a sci-fi movie came out. And I used to watch all those cheesy ones back in the nineties and early 2000s and they had a movie called El Chupacabra you know and I remember I was talking me and, me and another guy at work were talking about it and I go hey did you watch Chupacabra this weekend and another guy that was listening to it you know listened to us talk he goes El Chupacabra I was like <laughs> 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 yeah. 
He's was, Mexican. Yeah, I know. Please. This is this white guy Respect talking about I was, just, I was just thinking, like, you, man, shut the hell up. Like, yeah, it's okay. El Chupacabra. Yeah, he's, he's all, like, correcting me. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, she got the madre way. And he was like, what? No, nothing. No, nothing. I said, have a good day. No. <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, it, I, I was, I guess I was, you know, it was dumb for me to think that everyone's heard of this, but. To a lot of people, the term chupacabra, you know, might not mean anything, like I said, you know, because they just haven't heard of it. Like, and that surprised mm-hmm. me. But um, other parts of the world, you know, it's a it, it brings around the imagination and the image of one of the most deadly creatures ever imagined. So the creature, this creature, you know, it's it's got its, its own legend, you know, which which is, you know, what we'll talk about. Um, has changed, evolved over the years, and this is what kind of makes me think like maybe it's not so true. But again, maybe I'm wrong and it is true. But we'll talk about that. So the main history of this creature is that it was legend. It was that it was legendary creature which you know wandered various parts of the Americas. So the most common, you know, the first sighting of the beast was supposed to have come from Puerto, the Puerto Rico region. Mm. So, for those who don't know, for anyone who might be new hearing about chupacabra. That word chupacabra translate translates into goat sucker, and it's a Spanish word, and and allegedly that's what this creature was good at, right? It was wiping out like goats, you know, the livestock of farmers, and, and goat vampire. Yeah, initially it was a goat, right? You know, chupa means suck, and and cabra is a goat, so a goat sucker. So, um, there was a lot of animals, like a lot of goats were found where their blood was sucked out and the, the body was just left dead there. And there's videos of it. People can see these online. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on with it. But um, like I said, initially it was a goat. Goats were the ones that were attacked. So that's why it got its name. But it also, you know, the physical ideology of the creature depends on, you know, where you are, you know, where you're from and who you listen to. So some people say that it was the size of a grizzly, of a small grizzly bear, with spines from the neck to the base of its tail. So that's that's what some people claimed. Others pictured it as something similar to an alien, like an ET type creature with large bug like eyes and claw like hands. That's the one that I remember hearing the most. Was mm-hmm. the you know the large bug eyes and the claw like hands, and there's a lot of pictures of that. And I was like, all right, that's that's kind of cool, but. Um, initially, I guess the goats maybe got bored, you know, it'd be like you eating hamburgers all the time. You know, the creature got tired of just goats, <laughs> you know, and you it, want a pizza. Yeah, exactly. Enough. Fucking, I want, I want vegetarian. Uh, the, the creature moved from goats to chickens and sheep, rabbits, cats, dogs, basically anything that was out there was starting to get attacked. So hundreds of farm animals were ending up dead and bloodless. And, you know, of course people had no idea why. So... As soon as the word of the Puerto Rican farm animals broke, farmers in other countries began complaining of their own attacks, right? So initially it was supposedly started in Puerto Rico, but once the word got out, you know, other people started saying the same thing. So animals in Mexico, Argentina, Chile, Colombia, and like like even Russia, you know, go back to Russia, you know, were saying that they were seeing the same type of, you know, problem with animals being blood sucked out, as well as the United States. You know, all these gruesome deaths with no explanation. So, as this was becoming, you know, starting to gain momentum, you know, uh, this one uh, American American writer named Benjamin Radford, he was skeptic. 
And he was like, yeah, this has got to be some bullshit, but I'm going to investigate. You know, I'm going to really look into this. So mm-hmm. over five years, he would make he would make it his main goal, his life's work, either track down a living specimen or debunk the legend of the Chupacabra. You know, that, that was his that was his goal. So, you know, on his journey, it took him through, you know, forests and farmland across South America and southwestern United States until he finally found what he was looking for, someone who had actually seen the Chupacabra up close and personal, right? That's what everybody wants, right? Everyone wants that one person who has seen it. Yeah. So, the person was Madeline Tolentino. And in 1995, she'd seen the Chupacabra through a window at her home in Canovasas, which is a town east of San Juan in Puerto Rico. This was, like I said, 95. She claims that a bipedal creature with black eyes, reptilian skin, and spines down its back was responsible for the animal attacks that were becoming so commonplace in the country. She also said that it hopped like a kangaroo and reeked of sulfur. So, Sulfur? Yeah, I don't know. So during that attack, eight sheep were discovered dead. Again, blood completely drained. So the investigators found three strange puncture wounds in the chest of the animals. Now, despite these odd circumstances, authorities could only attribute the killings to a known predator, which was a fox, right? They said it had to be a fox. Mm. So others, however, recognized the similarities of these deaths to the cattle mutilations, which had been taking place in the American Southwest with increasing regularity. So they, they were thinking it was whatever was killing the cattle were doing it, you know, were attacking these animals. <clears throat> So other people that Radford tracked down who claimed to have seen the Chupacabra themselves corroborated her description. Though, some insisted the animal walked on four legs instead of two. Some said it had a tail, while others disagreed, right? I mean, you're not going to get the same, you know, response. You'd think you would, but no. And so for years, Radford's investigation went nowhere, right? He, He basically found a bunch of people who claimed to have seen it. I remember watching on the news back in the 90s, you know, watching like Spanish Channel and people were mm. so adamant about it. Like one guy I remember was saying that he, he saw the creature. It flew at him. You know, it had like wings. And it made me think of Bat Boy. Remember Bat Boy? <laughs> like added shit. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I remember this one guy. On yeah, and he was so adamant. And I remember thinking what he described to me was like Mothman is what I remember. <laughs> I was like, whatever. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about Mothman on another show. But um, he was. He says he was, of course, you know, skeptic of the creature's existence, you know. He would just—he just thought if if it's true, maybe it's a creature that hasn't yet been discovered, or if it—or maybe it's you know it's—he just figured that it wasn't really true. You know, he says that people were just kind of making things up. Mm. But you know, another version of the Chupacabra eventually, which is either a distant relative or an evolution, began to emerge. So this one was a little more easier to believe, and I remember seeing these videos in the 2000s. So in place of the reptilian skins covering the body. I'm um, sorry. In place of the reptilian scales covering the body, this new chupacabra had, was a smooth, hairless skin one. Now, this one walked on all fours and definitely had a tail. And it basically almost looked like a dog. I don't know. Do you ever remember seeing that video where it like... See, yeah, that's that's the one that I, police, remember. I remember. Yeah, it would look like, like a dog that's been like malnutrition. Yeah, it had no hair. Remember that? Yeah, it's like it was almost bawling and it was... and. It just looked kind of... It was running away from the cop car, and they're like, what is this thing? Oh, my God. You know, it's, it's yeah. the Chupacabra. I remember they had, like, a video of it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I remember that. And you see it, like, turn its head, like, kind of looking back, like the dog, like, running away from, you know, looking back to see if he's, you know, going to get caught, right? But that's what that's what, that's what what this new one turned into, the new Chupacabra story turned into. So, like, a, you know, for years, Chupacabras were only the stuff of folklore and the internet conspiracy theories. 
But then came bodies, right? In the early 2000s, in Texas and elsewhere in the southwestern U.S., people started finding dead, you know, animal bodies resembling the... uh, Sorry. People started finding dead bodies resembling the Chupacabra's description. Hairless, four-legged creatures with burnt-looking skin. And about a dozen since then have turned up so remember like there was pictures posting like of a of like a look like a dog with no like just basically what i said you know burnt looking skin and everyone's like it's a chupacabra mm-hmm. remember that because people yeah. people hadn't seen those right before and it, and it looked it looked weird i'm not gonna lie it looked weird so you know farmers and ranchers called the authorities you know having no idea what these creatures could have been but you know it turns out the ample the answer is simple there were main there were mostly dogs and coyotes now, the reason these animals got identified as chupacabras is not because they've lost hair, <clears throat> but, uh, wait, sorry. The reason these animals got identified as chupacabras is because they've lost their hair, and it was because of sarcoptic mange, is what, is what uh, doctors Yeah, they're, like, said. sick of something. Yeah, right? well, sar- sarcoptic mange is a highly contagious skin disease fairly common in dogs, and it forces, you know, the, the sufferer to itch away all the mites burrowing under the skin. So the skin ultimately loses its hair and becomes abnormally thick. And the itching produces nasty-looking scabs. So that's why their skin looks super thick, but no hair, and it was all scabby. Oh, kind of leathery, Because they huh? had that... Yeah, yeah. They had that sarcoptic mange, so... Unfortunately. And so, you know, a hairless, almost alien-looking dog? It sounds like a chupacabra, right? Remember, like, that video we just talked about? People were like, oh, my God, that's it's a chupacabra. And it's like, it looks like a fucking dog that's sick. Yeah. So... Uh, a, a Puerto Rican man told the New York Times in 96 that dogs have never attacked my animals, right? It couldn't have been that. You know, and, and he said this after his, his sheep were drained of, of blood, right? Because he's, he's like, it's not a dog. Basically, like, it feels like people were feeding into the into the folklore. It's, it's a chupacabra. It's not a dog, right? But again, you know, he might be mistaken. You know, he's, it's probably, it might have been a dog because, you know, according to, like, some of the scientists, it's a... It's not uncommon for a dog to bite another animal and then leave it to die with no apparent mm-hmm. injury besides the original bite mark, right? That's kind of like what the Chupacabra was doing. All they found was the three marks, you know, those yeah. three things, and, and it was dead. You know, it wasn't torn up. It wasn't shredded. It wasn't eaten. So dogs have been known to do that is what some, you know, scientists are saying. So why is the Chupacabra legend stuck? Well, they think it's, it has something to do with the, the anti-U.S. sentiment in Puerto Rico. You know how... You know, the U.S. does bomb testing and stuff there, right? You know, t- mm-hmm. so a lot, that's why, you know, a lot of Puerto Ricans, you know, they have, like, that treaty with Puerto Rico and, like, Puerto Ricans are able to come and, you know, come and go in the United States as they, they please because they yeah. basically use their island for, like, their testing. Um, they're saying that the U.S. government conducts, you know, like, top-secret scientific experience in El, Yunque, in El Yunque rainforest. And so a lot of the Puerto Ricans there who live around there, they, they feel exploited by the Americans. And they don't think it's a far-fetched idea that the U.S. could have created a blood-sucking creature in the lab and allowed it to wreak havoc on the local farmland. Kind of like a revenge, or maybe they made it, oh. but it got it got away, right? It broke yeah. away, and so that's why some of the people there think that. A lot of the Puerto Ricans there think that. They, they have resentment, especially some people down there, like in El Lunque. But, um, and then, about, you know, thinking about the sign with Madeline Tolentino, you know, they, they don't really match the description of a mangy dog. You know, but he says that, you know, Tolentino, you know, she could have, she could have made that up because in that same year in 1995, there was a movie called, uh, 
uh, Species. You remember that sci-fi movie Species? I think you and I went and saw that in the yeah. theater. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we saw it in the theater. Yeah, that was a good movie. A long time ago. Yeah, that yeah was back I, I like that movie. Yeah. And in, and in that movie, there was that, remember that alien-human hybrid, that hot chick, that blonde girl? Yeah, she's yeah, she super hot. Yeah. And that film was partially filmed in Puerto Rico, and she had seen it. So they think, like, maybe she, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She correlated that. The memories kind of melded together. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know, like, that's what I saw. So, I mean, to this day, nobody totally knows what a chupacabra is. Like, is it real? Is it not? You know, it's like I said. We we continue to see these animals that are that have dead, like that are skinless, and people are saying it's a chupacabra. I'm not sure how it, how why people started saying that. It might be because they just you know how it is. People see thinking see something and they think they have to. That's an explanation, even though it doesn't make sense. And then everyone jumps on it because I remember, mm. like I said, it went from having those claws and those bug eyes. I remember seeing those pictures on the internet back in the late '90s, and then they turned into these dogs, these four-legged dogs that were running around and they were skinless and everyone's like that's it man like we just talked about it's like fuck like it just kind of pissed me off like i want to believe it was that alien looking thing <laughs> that bug that flew like yeah that guy that was on the spanish channel that was like fuck, it fucking flew at me and its wings were so big and like he could feel it like flapping <laughs> it was like a jet flying over him that's how strong the wings were i remember he was all fucking freaked out and i was like oh yeah this is awesome but <laughs> you know, he was like man i don't <laughs> Like, now it's turned into some dog that's, like, mangy and stuff. I know, some mangy dog, and now it's like, uh, it used to be cool, Chupacabra. But yeah. But not that cool anymore. Like I said, it reminded me of Bat Boy. Coolness. It reminded me of Bat Boy. I was like, fuck. Like, please be, like, Bat Boy's buddy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let Bat Boy have somebody <laughs> to hang out with. Have a friend. A little dog is Bat Boy's dog. I know, but I don't know. I And like I said, there's so many stories about it. I mean, anyone, you can go online and find ice so many people who have these you know they were attacked by it or weren't or the animals were and it's basically like the descriptions i gave is basically what people said they saw you know that's that's the most Mm -hmm. common you know just little things here change here and there but i don't know if we'll ever know i mean with the with the blood gone that is pretty weird i don't know how to explain yeah that's that's always like i can understand if it's like wolves and stuff but they would like you know they would actually eat the the animal you would drag it around you'd be partially eaten but the fact that this like blood was sucked out of it yeah because you know that's we, what makes it so weird. We grew up in the country, man. We see like when animals were killed, they were eaten most of the time. You know, whatever killed yeah. them would eat them. You know, or or like they're, or you like know, like some of it. Yeah, yeah, they'd, of yeah, it. yeah, just like they'd be disemboweled and stuff. It wouldn't be just be like a bite, bite mark. But again, like you said, you know, scientists say that dogs have been known to do that. So it's not like it's far fetched, but you know, our experiences mm. from what we've seen, usually the animals are somewhat they're killed to be eaten. It, it could be territorial. I mean, that does happen. But it's just weird, you know, like I said, a farm where the animals have been attacked. I, I, I guess it could happen, right? Something could just come in and say, fuck you, I'm killing you. And it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what the chupacabra is. Yep. That's, Unknown. That's the only That's the only explanation. Yep. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> we, we, we figured it out. Figured it out. Solved the world's problems. All right, uh, well, I think that's enough for tonight. Uh, thanks, for everyone, for getting creepy with us, and thanks for listening. And if the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>